This is the only Star Trek Discovery Star Trek Discovery podcast that exists on the internet that you can it's... listen to. <laughs> that Yes. That mm-hmm. was a good world world building statement you right you made right there. World building. World building. I don't know what happened to my voice. And I don't know. And it's kind of our a very special episode of this podcast. Remember when they used to do that? They don't do that for TV shows anymore. Uh, oh, it's they don't, like but... the comedy, but it's this one's about drugs. Mm-hmm. So we get to watch Leonardo DiCaprio's character on Growing Pains <laughs> be a druggie. Right? Isn't that oh, something yeah. that happened? Yeah, I think so. Um, um, yeah. What's great about calling this a very special episode is that I did, in fact, use that same phrase when talking about this episode of <laughs> Discovery with Annie. Why? Um, because the there's a the bit... Um, at the end where they're or towards the end where Stamets spoilers, is, spoilers, uh, spoilers, 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 spoilers throughout this whole episode. Uh, yeah. It's just all spoilers going forward. Um, Cause it makes the car go faster. Um, it holds down. I thought it was like it held know, down so when you go around the turn, it like presses down on the um, back end. So what it does. I don't know. Cars, man. I don't know. Um, so Stamets is walking with the the where Simon has decided to start crying. Um, Stamets is walking with the character that is presumably the non-binary character they've been talking about. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's the way they're walking and talking together. Stamets is very out of character, oh, like almost right. being this like kind mentor. And yeah. she's like, but what am I gonna do here? And he's yeah. like, dur, 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 I'm your friendly right. elder gay and blah 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 blah. Right, right, right. And it's just a like, very special, it, yeah. It felt very special episode. Yeah. I also have a lot of feelings about um wait, this we'll get character. wait, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I have feelings, Peter. It's a Halloween episode, so I wanted to <laughs> to to do wanted to play our theme. This is not our theme music. Mm-hmm. And this is music this? to be murdered by. It is Have you heard this? music in a no. jugular vein. And I hope you like it. Our record requires only the simplest of equipment. I kind of love this. Ordinary crap. phonograph needle. Hitchcock was a, a terrible human being by all accounts, but I kind of love like the shtick that he comes up with. Uh, my mom called him the naughty baby. Or the angry baby. Yeah, he because, does. Cause, Why? Yeah. Yeah, because when he would step, well, he does like his face kind of looks like a baby, but when he would step into profile like in the Hitchcock movies. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was one of the worst individuals um, associated with cinema. He uh, was a terrible human being to um, many Me Too accusations have been uh-huh. leveled against him. And he basically tortured, I forget, I forget who it was, but the, 
the woman in the birds. He basically oh, tortured, yeah. just tortured her, basically. Oof. Even though um, you... But this is funny. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> okay. Um, on that note, why don't you talk about our sponsors for a second while I feed my cat, which I should have done when we were taking a break and I didn't. Sure. So this, go ahead. Yeah. So we are sponsored or would be sponsored by Mountain Dew for some reason. Um, this episode is brought to you by regular old Mountain Dew that has a whopping 170 calories per 12 fluid ounces of serving. Um, six servings per a two liter container of Mountain Dew. I feel like that's a lot. Like, I have like one sip of this stuff and you don't want to look at the ingredient label. Um, and um, apparently the Mandalorian just started on Disney Plus so I am a less of a Mandalorian fan than I am a Star Trek fan but that show might be worth watching and talking about um, so maybe maybe on this feed or maybe on a different feed we'll do a uh, Mandalorian show. No promises, though. Um, but maybe. Maybe. Uh, and that that clip that we just played was from Alfred Hitchcock Presents Music to be Murdered by from 1958. And it's kind of it, like the premise, although Hitchcock is um, was by all accounts kind of a jerk, the premise of him like setting up the music and then like it's it's him setting it up and then playing the spooky music it was inevitable that i would make a record after all my measurements are 33 and one third ah uh, that's kind of funny 45 and, and then they and leave, never smile again and then they play some like late 50s-ish spooky music. I trust that... It's kind of spooky. Um, also, also, if you can, speaking of Halloween stuff, you can sign up for a 30-day free trial of Shudder, which I just did. Um, and I watched this spooky, um, uh, this spooky eleven-minute short. Rachel, I watched um, this eleven-minute short on Shutter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty scary, but there was it was it was scary, but nothing really happened in it, like gory or otherwise. It was. Mm-hmm. It fell into this category of like, I want a legitimately scary thing, but I want to be able to watch it with like a ten-year-old. They will be scared out of their minds, but it's like <laughs> nothing. There's no sex. There's no violence. There's no curse words. It was just like a scary thing. It was called The Whistler on Shutter. <laughs> okay, so that now we're back. That is the end of sponsorships. 
So we're talking about. I know. People I of hear Earth. People of Earth, um, season three, episode three of Star Trek Discovery, right? Mm-hmm. This was good. I liked this better than the previous episode, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it was still some like solid um, setup and some yeah. good like uh, uh, exposition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The um, the meeting of book with the rest of the of the crew. Mm-hmm. Right. I am I am a little disappointed. Um, I hope they cover it with like flashbacks or something. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get like more, like just book and Michael out having adventures yeah. you know they did sort of a montage where you see michael's hair get longer yeah <laughs> at the passage of time yeah she changed her hair five like there's one hair change there's two i suppose people change their hair a lot like over the course of a year mm-hmm. three that's kind of the one that she landed on this like longish off to one side look right mm-hmm. with the braids yeah it's cool it's a good look it's a very good look her getting punched in the face here by the uh oh, I was the like, oh my god what's going on yeah and then, like like oh so she's just flat out killing people and then it, it's like yeah okay it's a hologram fight um yeah their chemistry is really good it's very like um, him on the ship with with Grudge the cat and everything. It's very like Guardians of the Galaxy ish mm-hmm. type stuff. Yeah, yeah, they have just a really good connection. Um, and what I like is that it's not just like sexy romance with the two oh, of them. Yeah. Like they have a really deep friendship and. Um, they make such a good team together. Yeah. Like we see that throughout this whole episode that when they're, they are on the same wavelength right now. Yeah. Yeah. She's hugging. Where's the intro? How far? Oh yeah. The intro is like 10 minutes in. I took copious notes. I didn't take any notes. Look how many notes I took. Wow, um, there's at least like four lines of notes there. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, the first thing that I have written down mm-hmm. is in the intro because you you mentioned oh yeah like the intro it shows you things that might pop up later yeah and I was like you know maybe I'll pay attention to the intro for once um one of find- the one of the things that pops up in here this right here yeah 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 there's um. There's a, a Star Trek short. Oh, um, with that about, little guy? Yeah. I think it's I think it's that little guy. This little we're talking about in the in the opening, there's like they show this Wally-esque kind of a um robot thing. Yeah, like a little maintenance robot. Yeah. In in, in the in the scroll at the beginning in the not it's not a scroll in the um in the opening credits yeah yeah i and, think we see we see him before oh okay in and, one of the the short tracks but they're very good 
Yeah, and then right after this, they show us some more little robot dudes flying around. Or maybe those yeah. are just ships. But I, I really like were... the robot dudes. I, I like seeing the robot dudes because I'd always assumed that there was something used to maintain the outside of the ship. Because um, I didn't imagine that they were having people like clump around in magnetic boots all the time. Yeah. To like yeah. fix stuff. And part of the brand of Star Trek is to not have many robot things. Yeah. Like there's androids, there's data, but mm -hmm. there's not there's not really robots. That's like more of a Star Wars brand. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely more um merging of the the franchises. Mm-hmm. And then we, we get good Tilly and um Burnham talking together. I love this scene because it it really sets the tone for the rest of the episode where Michael still cares very much about this crew, but she is in a very different place after a year of being without them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Tilly makes a good point that like you, she says to Michael, you let us go and that's okay. Um, and cause you can see Michael's a little, she's both like happier than she was in the previous two seasons, but she's also a little more pulled back. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. from the rest of the crew like she isn't connected to them in the same way like happy yeah. to see them for sure but not they're not on the same team anymore well it's not the right way to say it but like they're not connected in the way that she and book are now connected right yeah they're I'm, growing apart in some ways it's like i know how i feel after i leave a job Mm-hmm. You know, and I know this is different because they're like kind of family, but I know when I'm I'm like I'm in a completely different headspace now. Like I don't follow the same rules that I did at that job. My life, the rhythm of my life is different, you know. Mm -hmm. This is like that amped up to the to a million degrees. It's like I don't live in the same time. <laughs> like that's nice to see them laughing together. Um, mm -hmm. I don't live in the same time. I'm not, I don't even have the same friends. I live in a different place. I look different. I don't like everything is different. Yeah. yeah. It's cool that they brought that up because I feel like in some instances of Star Trek, they would not have addressed that at all. No, they just would have been like all back together, happy family. Yeah. Just like immediately. Um, I think it was good. And I think it was good to happen between Tilly and Michael because they were so close. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it's like when it it feels like when I moved away for college for the first time <laughs> yeah and then would come back to visit and would try to reconnect with these people that were still in this small town that I grew up in right and had very different experiences um while you're still both like really anxious to maintain and rekindle that depth of friendship that you had you know like when you because like these were folks that I grew up with and then I moved away and I felt like I grew in ways that they didn't mm -hmm. and um coming back and so that like there's still this undercurrent of deeply knowing somebody because you've had so many shared experiences um while also um, this sort of like surface 
level interaction, like when Tilly um, compliments Michael's hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they find something to kind of break the tension, something light to focus on rather than talking about them growing apart. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so book gets paid in dilithium. That weird beckon thing. This this weird like when book gets on the bridge. Oh, and yeah, Burnham talks to Saru. I don't know if this is happening right then, but when Burnham talks to Saru and says, "We don't need to have a sidebar. I'm not. I don't want to be the captain. You're the captain." Mm-hmm. I wish Saru would stop saying acting captain. <laughs> yeah, like he's the captain. He's the captain. Like you're 900 like, years in the future, man. Yeah. Captain. Acting um, captain. And maybe that's part of his, maybe that they purposefully wrote that in to be part of his like character. It's just like, you're the cap, you're the captain. You're the captain. That's it. Um, well, and the other thing that made this feel like a very special episode is that, um, they keep having these like meaningful conversations throughout the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, some of them start to feel like conversations that have already happened on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, Michael saying, you've always been the captain, Saru. Like it, it was an important conversation, but it felt just a little heavier than, <laughs> than it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. They like, were. Saru. It's been you, you know, like just been you the whole time. You're a wizard, Saru. <laughs> exactly. Saru is a wizard. Yes. Um, um, but this this moment of <laughs> this weird moment where she beckons him over with like a <laughs> it's so the, strange. It's very strange, but I really like it because it shows the difference in connection that she has like she and booker are pals they are deeply connected right now um and like she's like come here come Mm -hmm. i don't know it's it's a very familiar gesture it's it's funny Um, to see somebody act like i don't know i feel like it's also like a cute gesture well, it, I was going to say, it's funny to see, like, Book, like, walk across the bridge kind of awkwardly. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I I have been in situations like that where I'm like, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm visiting my friend at their job. And yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like people are in cubes and I'm like, they're nice. dressed in ties and I'm dressed in my hoodie and I'm just like. I'm meeting you for lunch. I don't know. Right. I, hi. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the accounts payable guy or whatever. Um, yeah, there was an element of that. I did enjoy Detmer's just like little eyebrow raise, like seeing book for the first time. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Good job, Michael. <laughs> Why was he on the bridge? Um, because he was. Because they're they haven't quite reached earth yet right have they have they talked about hiding the dilithium yeah i don't i don't know i don't think so maybe yeah maybe um because that's why he was sticking around is that he was going to help them out right um oh and i think he was i think honestly i think he was just on the bridge because michael's the only one he knows there (laughs) 
Right. I mean, they, it doesn't really matter. Like they need him on the bridge. They need him on the bridge. Yeah. Again, though, when I was watching this again, it just reminded me of what we talked about last season. Who is that person? She replaced, there's like a, a throwaway line about her replacing the cyborg lady. Oh. When the cyborg lady got killed. Because the cyborg lady was infected by control. Yeah. And sacrificed mm-hmm. herself. And I was so mad about that. I was so mad about that because we finally get to know her. And she's got yep. a really cool backstory. I, I just, yeah, I I feel like it's a failing of, of this of this this uh series it's like just slow it down like you don't just slow it way down like Like, i finally learned the one guy's name i think it's bryce like i can't even remember remember yeah like and the communications guy with the beard i think it's bryce are is there too many people on the bridge like we need or maybe there's too many people in engineering because like we know all the next generation people Jordy's in engineering, Worf's on weapons, um, um, Data's at the helm, and sometimes Jordy. Jordy's at, or um, it's usually like a swap out ensign at the helm. Yeah. Sometimes it's Wesley. Um, Data's at um, at con at the con. Right. Yeah. But but like we know everybody in there. There's not like constantly somebody in there that's just like right. I mean, there's usually there's usually like a, a recognizable ensign whose name we don't necessarily know. But they don't they don't give them. I don't know for somehow. But it's they like, don't have as much. Um, yeah, they they act like you should know all the characters on the bridge on Discovery. Yeah, but they never say their names. They never say their Except, names unless never... it's like Detmer or Owu. Like we're never we're never given that poker scene. We're never given like the I don't know. I just want that like just stay in one spot. Don't move the plot forward. Just talk to each other and say their names a lot. Yes. And give them an identifying characteristic. Oh, yeah. you're you're from the salt mines. There's always right. salt mines on some moon. Anyway, um, then they yeah, get so to... they're, they're, they're heading to Earth because they've um, they've gotten a message from an Admiral Tall. The, is that, it Admiral that, Tall? Is that the name? I don't know. It's close enough. Um, so they've gotten a yeah. message, and it's from Earth. And they're like, cool, we can probably talk to Starfleet. There's got to be Starfleet on Earth, right? She Wrong. Go up. No Starfleet. Um, this, uh, leader of the earth federation or whatever they're, they're not called federation, but they're not Starfleet. She is a great actor. She is super cool. United Uh, earth defense force. I really like that, that actress. She's very good. Yeah. She's, um, cause a lot of times in those roles you have kind of throwaway actors, Mm -hmm. um, that like overact everything in the she's she's really solid in like yeah. next gen in like the that. go ahead no you go ahead fine um i was I, just gonna say <laughs> i'm kidding that was a joke ah uh, okay go <laughs> um in the ready room for this episode jonathan frake said that that actress was going to be done with acting she was sick of the grind of it all and she didn't mm-hmm. get any payoff ever. And then she got this role and she was like, 
hey, I'm sticking in. So that was pretty cool. I think that says a lot too about Frakes as a director. Um, any interviews about um, the process of creating Star Trek episodes that have been directed by Frakes, the actors just like fall all over themselves talking about like how he's so excellent to work with. And you can tell um, this has the feel of a Frakes episode mm-hmm. um, because there's like a, a warmth to his directing style that he's somehow able to pull from the from the actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has such a good intuition uh, about what makes Star Trek Star Trek mm-hmm. that it, it makes his episodes feel especially trekky to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, there, And it, so the, the actor that plays that character, mm-hmm. the, the who we come to find out is a Trill character, that actor themselves is uh, non-binary. Okay. Yeah, I be- I believe so. Believe um, I read that. Um, googling it. Uh, 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 uh. Oh look, their name is Blue. That's cute. They're very cute. Um, what I don't. What I'm hoping they clarify later, and this is the other thing that made it feel like a very special episode because there was all this talk about we're breaking, um, um, you know, we're, um, oh, what's the phrase I want to, you know, they're, they're, is the first non-binary character, they're groundbreaking. That's the word. There's some groundbreaking character. Um, and when I was talking about this with a friend before seeing this character, we were like, cool. If they're saying this is the first non-binary character, clearly they're not counting like trills mm-hmm. as non-binary. And then the non-binary character we get is like, guess what? It's a trill. It's a trill. I'm like, hang yeah. on though. But then Jadzia. So what I'm hoping is that what we learn is that the, the human, because it's, it's a different situation. It's not mm-hmm. a trill joined with a symbiote it's a human joined with a symbiote um and uh um i'm hoping that what we learn is that the character despite using she her pronouns is non-binary like before getting the the symbiote Mm, or uh, yeah i i i I don't think that 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 they're gonna go that route i feel like if they do i think what they're gonna say is because because they're human and not th- there will be some in a sort different of, way yeah exactly um it, which i we're kind of skipping ahead in the episode but since we're already talking about it i did not see that reveal coming i did not think that was going to be the case where where admiral tall was her the character her um and that was a trill and I didn't see it coming at all. I didn't like look look it up or anything. But so uh, the the point I'm making though is that it hit me really hard because my um my dad who just passed away was trans and um loved loved the trill stuff. So 
um, my dad, aka Jennifer. So I think if if they had the like wherewithal, they would have said that maybe they were binary or, or Tuesday them because they still wanted Jennifer still wanted me to call her dad. But um, like like Jennifer's uh, email address was like Jen Dax. That's how much. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they passed away like last month, the month before. But mm-hmm. anyway, they would have loved there being like a brand new trill, you know? Yeah. Just, keeping that in the, yeah. In the Star Trek universe. So that hit me real, Aww. that hit me in the feels real hard when I was watching that yesterday. Well, I hope, I hope this character turns out to be a great character. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. What were you gonna say? Um, I I was surprised by the like I'm Admiral Tall. Um, I assumed that she was going to be like the great granddaughter or something, like related I, I some way it, or like. I thought it was gonna be the daughter. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Or, um, I thought there was gonna be. I thought, um. Like when she was like, I know where he is. For a moment, I was like, oh, um, Admiral Tell's consciousness has been downloaded into this kid. Mm, yeah. <laughs> was the other thing I thought. I didn't, mm. I didn't think Trill. Um, yeah. It, it's cool that, that we have a young character again on Star Trek, like a pseudo Wesley, you know? <laughs> yeah, I do have mixed feelings about that, but um, it's kind of a classic sci-fi trope at this point too like sci-fi series yeah like there's got to be some like someone precocious um but but this character is not well i mean i guess precocious a little bit i feel like tilly's a precocious one which i find uh really great the sort of like light animosity between tilly and this new character (laughs) because tilly is like how can you be here and be baby? I'm baby. I am the baby of this crew. What are you doing? Some of us were smart kids too. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're smart. We get so it. Yeah. Jealous. Yeah. Of this kid. And it, it cracks me up. What's funny is that they're like, we talked about last week where they're like, there are a lot of people in engineering in mm-hmm. this series. Tilly's always in engineering. Mm-hmm. Stamets is in engineering. Um, um, Tignataro. Jet, mm-hmm. Jet act- Reno. I, her character's name is Tignataro. I'm <laughs> standing by that. Because um, that's already a Star Trek name. So why change mm-hmm. it? Uh, but yeah, they're like doubling up on these things where it's like... And now we've got two competing. We've got Tilly and... What is this character's name? Adria. Adria? I think so. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. I like that. I like that big reveal. But we're, we're kind of jumping ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, First, let's talk about um, Book with His Shirt Off. It's pretty good. It's a good scene. Um, this, is, this is another great scene to show their connection. And their their comfort level with each other, they are so comfortable with each other. Yeah, you know, I think 
the next generation was about the whole crew and i feel like in some ways discovery is about burnham so maybe mm-hmm. that's why we don't get enough like getting to know you time with other people mm-hmm. maybe i don't know yeah because like we and for the characters we where we do have that like we got um we got that episode with saru like his whole mm-hmm. backstory um we got a lot of tilly's backstory in the episode um of season two so season two or season one where she is seeing like the ghost of her friend but how much of that was done in the shorts and how much how much was done in the actual episodes because some of the some of the that's in the shorts um the one where we get some uh, more info about tilly that's a main episode because she's um she gets some of the my call um the basically the space mushrooms she gets some space mushrooms on her and um and so she's seeing someone who is a projection from the space mushrooms because they need her help oh that's um, that's right I because forgot about that. because yeah. discovery is tearing up mushroom space whenever right. they go through right. and that's the episode where they get hugh back um and she so the person she's seeing was a childhood friend who's it's not really her childhood friend it's just that's the form that the mushroom the space right. mushrooms were taking i forgot about that yeah yeah um so we get some of her with that we do get some of her in a short track where she makes friends with that um uh that queen from yeah, the episode the from the yeah. queen from the planet who has um and she's figured out a way to like recrystallize dilithium Oh yeah. Oh, maybe that. Maybe something's coming back with that. I hope so. Um, and then we got, you know, we we have a ton of Giorgio, and um, a ton of Stamets. Yeah, like we get to know Stamets really well. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. I do want more Detmer because something is happening with Detmer. Mm-hmm. And um, do you want to hear the theory that we come up at my house? Yeah. Come up with a theory. Um, is that she is infected with control. Oh. That she's got control in her little implant and that she is the Borg queen. Ooh. It's completely unsubstantiated, but. It's pretty cool. I think it'd be cool. Um, yeah. I want to know what's going on with her. Um, and I want more time with her and Uwu hanging out because, like, clearly they're buds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want them, like, in the same way that we would see Data and Jordy hang out on the holodeck. That's what I want. I want the two of them, like, stuck on a holodeck together or something. Yeah, or, like, just start the episode with the two of them talking to each other and Michael's not anywhere around. Right, like they're in the mess hall or something. Yeah, they're at the they're at a station and they're oh well what was it like on your planet? Or they're like out gathering something on their own, like maybe they get to Earth and they have to go get a thing and they yeah. go together to get the thing. And so it's the two of them interacting with this like new Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um the did we get past no, they're talking here. This, I, 
when this thing came on the screen oh my god i was like uh, in all caps i wrote awesome robot bad guy yeah (laughs) which i know later on we find out it's actually a human guy but that helmet thing was so retro and cool looking and kind of doctor who ish yeah Uh, very Uh, cool it just hit like a lot of good nostalgia notes that was very cool. That that helmet design. Yeah. Very, well, still looking cool. like very modern. Like mm-hmm. it didn't look dated, but it felt nostalgic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was excellent. I was super excited to see what we were gonna do. That, I enjoyed uh... the reveal even more. Like I liked where it was going and that it was sort of a way for them to be like, see, we're still Starfleet. We do mm-hmm. the negotiation. We get people to talk to each other. Such a Star Trek. of unity. Yeah, such a super old school Star Trek. Like, we can talk to each other. We can find our... We're all the same. We have the same problems. We need to just, like, put our shit aside and talk to each other. Yeah. Classic, classic (laughs) Star Trek. Um, I was laughing because the scene that's playing on your screen right now... Giorgio earlier when like they're all sort of getting back into uniform so that nobody's suspicious and she's marked herself as an admiral Uh (laughs) and Michael's like an admiral really and she's like it had to be believable and it's true it's true (laughs) like with her attitude there's nothing else she could be that's funny I didn't I didn't pick up on that when I watched it that's really funny and I, I feel like I recognize this guy from somewhere I yeah, I thought that too. Um, we should look it up. What? Um, people of Earth, bad guy. Nope. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> That's great. I found an article that just says uh, Star Trek Discovery goes Scooby-Doo in season three, episode three. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have gotten your dilithium if it wasn't for the meddling kid. (laughs) It's true. Right, because we we skipped over the part where where she had uh, uh, sabotaged it because she just wanted to learn everything about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, <laughs> while you're looking that up, um, there's a, a bit that we're about to go into where Book and Michael go off and do their own thing. Michael approaches Book while he's trying desperately to get drunk, but he doesn't realize he's drinking synthahol. <laughs> oh, right, right. Is this episode three? Oh, it's... um. I found his name. What is it? Christopher Herdal. He was in something, yeah, that like I. Since uh, Stargate Atlantis. I don't know him from that. Um, oh, that's where I know him from. He was the Swede on um, Hell on Wheels. Mm. Um, I, never I watched that. It's pretty good. 
it's pretty good. Uh, I uh, I watched maybe two seasons of it, but yeah, that's where I know him from. Sweet Hell on Wheels. Yeah, very distinctive face. Mm-hmm. He has a very thick, probably f- fake Swedish accent on that show. Sure, but um, yeah, this scene with with her in the like Jeffrey's tube, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was good. I like that. And, yeah, like, it... and then the music and the way they walk together. <laughs> and the way this the whole the whole framing of this. Your glass cube, these four canisters. This music is killing me. So explain it to me or I'll report you. <laughs> You've done it a long time ago. Besides I don't think you want everyone knowing you're the one responsible for the sabotage. Am I wrong? No. Am I wrong? Show me Am I wrong? Am I wrong? These spores are from the fungal species called Prototaxites stelviatori. <laughs> they power an alternate form of faster-than-light travel called the displacement-activated spore hub drive. Though, no one actually calls it that. And, uh, interface you saw this where where he they, he shows it connects to me i i I'm love that behavior. that plot point so much that is very cool i love that he has to like physically plug in um but that whole scene just it felt out of character for stamets because stamets is a little prickly um and this was like very <laughs> like, big brother yeah, yeah big brother well, hello there, little fellow. Let me show you. The, like, I was just... It was great. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I, you're right. It's totally out of character, but it, it was, was also great. very Star Trek. Others? Yeah. Like, yeah. We hope to offer you a warmer welcome when you do. May your what is left in these like 13 minutes? Oh, um, is it like. Number one. And this another like emotionally overwrought conversation. Right, like she was already number one. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. <laughs> I thought we talked. <laughs> I, I get plot-wise, like how why they need book to kind of leave. I was so sad. I. <laughs> but he just he makes her laugh and smile in ways that nobody else does. Should they just have written him onto the ship somehow? Like just keep him keep him around. Just let him be on the ship, right? I mean, yeah. I want I, I wanted him to stay. I wanted to get more time um uh, also <laughs> So I remember where I remember um, that actor from. Oh, okay. So it wasn't just um, Stargate Atlantis, which I did watch and enjoy, um, <laughs> in which he played a character named Todd the Wraith. Oh. Um, uh, he was also on a show called Sanctuary. Did you ever watch that? Where it's like the safe place for all these like monsters and stuff. No. And he, play- he played Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, and that's where I remembered him from. No, I've never heard of this. Two thousand eight to. Mm-hmm. Just some like good solid trash TV, probably filmed in Canada. Canadian science fiction yep. series. I love, love, uh, Canadian science fiction fantasy stuff. What's, what's another one? 
Um, let's see. Um, of course, now that you ask me, I'm like, I don't, I have no idea. Uh, oh, um, there's a show, I can't remember the name, it's on Netflix. It's about this um, succubus who learned she's a succubus for the first time. Um, I think you told me about that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's great and it's terrible. Um, oh, uh, Wyona Earp is also really excellent. I, I've tried to watch that. Um, I just couldn't get into it. So here's sure. here's Canadian Lost Girl. Science. Lost Girl. That's what it is. Yeah. Lost Girl is um, this this woman discovers she's a succubus. Discovers this whole like underground uh, fae world. I um, don't. Somebody was telling me about Ascension. Were you telling me about that? I don't think so. Oh, I think um, I was. I think I heard it on the slash filmcast. Um, Dark Matter. I like the Expanse. I never, I never watched the Twelve Monkeys TV series. I didn't realize there was a series. I love that movie. I gotta see where I can watch that. That was made in Canada. Um, Travelers. I enjoyed Travelers very much. Minority Report was a TV series? I hadn't realized that. Huh. Got to figure out where to watch this stuff. Haven. Haven is another show in here that I enjoyed. Haven. See, the thing about a lot of these is that... um, Oh, that's based on the the Stephen King novel. Yeah. Um, Like, I call them trash. They're not bad shows they're just they're there's a like b grade or something yeah like they're entertaining they're not spectacular like they're not um they're not like star trek discovery or um game of thrones um game of thrones is a bad example because game of thrones is his own kind of trash um but there's like a, a, a formulaic nature to it and what i especially enjoy is that anything made in canada seems to even when it's trying to be gritty end up with like kind of a wholesome bend to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like lost girl she's a succubus she has to like seduce people to survive um and so she's trying to be like it's the show is trying so hard to be super sexy all the time but it's just kind of nice, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah, that's funny. Um, anyway. But yeah, like book leaves. I don't know. And I mean, I, I, get, I get it. Yeah, because now we have the tension of him being gone and we're going to be happy when he comes back. Right. Well, and she's being left again because Michael yeah. can't. Michael can't have anything nice. No, yeah, I think for very that's long. The other... And that's what I don't like about it. Like I wanted, I and I, I do think she needs some, like she needs some time on the ship to kind of reconnect with the crew, to move the plot of Discovery forward. Um, and we need to figure out like what Philippa needs from her. Yeah, she could still have done that with Book on the Ship. Just yeah. put Jim and Pam together right away. <laughs> the and, the then, show. and then we can see the rest of it, you know? Like we don't yeah. need, it, it could still be interesting. 
Um, yeah, I I did like this episode a whole lot. Yeah, and I feel like it was more. I feel like it was a better episode than the previous one. It's both are kind of cheesy. Oh yeah, and then we have this like Starfleet moment with Tilly. This is a very Star Trek moment. Uh, yeah, the, it's also a little unnecessary. Yeah, it's. But this is, I think this is the freaksiness of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think this is where, where Jonathan Freaks exerted his influence. And it's it's a very Tilly moment, and it it is nice seeing everybody, like, happy about something. I don't like that blonde being in there. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like, it's funny, I feel, like, prickly and suspicious of her. <laughs> because, funny. like, I don't know her name. I know her name less than I know the name of the two guys that are on the bridge. Um, and she just feels like kind of thrown in at the last moment. Cause she I, was, cause I she liked, took the place of somebody who died. But yeah. I liked this. The pan out. The pan out. Yeah. And it's like kind of bad CG, but it's mm-hmm. Star Trek. So like, it's supposed to be kind of bad CG. What I had been <laughs> was sort of picturing is like, they're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, like Boothby walks up from around Who? the corner. Boothby, I don't He's, know what that is. Um, oh, he is uh, the groundskeeper at the academy. Boothby, and he comes up um, in the next generation. In next generation and oh, okay. in Voyager. Oh, okay. Um, so he's the groundskeeper. He he's sort of known for um, picking captains, like. He knows everybody who's basically ever been at Starfleet, um, Starfleet Academy, but he pays special attention to people who become significant captains like Picard or Janeway. Oh, um, okay. And sort of help, um, help advise and guide the careers of uh, these these captains. Um, and um, he's played by this old guy um this old guy what is his name jiminy 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 (laughs) smith Um, names that have been ruined perfectly (laughs) decent names that have been ruined jiminy yogi uh adolf is a normal name just mm-hmm. a normal name. Nope. Uh, oh, uh, I'm interrupting. The guy's name is Ray Walston. The actor he played. Oh yeah, um, Ray Walston. He was in my uh, my favorite Martian. Yeah, yeah. He was younger. Mm-hmm. So he's Boothby, um, and he like keeps showing up. Like he shows up in Voyager, where um, you remember when species. I have not seen from... Voyager. Oh, how do I keep forgetting that? I don't know. I've seen maybe well, a season, maybe one season, if that. Okay. So when we're done with this, we're going to watch Voyager together. Yep. Done. Do it. We we can we can pick up the pace with this if you want. We just need to watch more. Uh, I mean, not with dis- Discovery, but we could pick up the pace with uh, our other, our companion podcast that is on the same feed, the only Star Trek podcast that exists mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, there's a lot of stuff 
one thing that um, I saw, I forget where I saw this, maybe on a Facebook group or something. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Um, uh, so if we look, you can, I don't, I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but like, if you look at the list of Star Trek Discovery episodes in, in season three, mm-hmm. I won't read off all of them because maybe some people don't want to know. But there mm-hmm. is one thing that stands out. The Hope That Is You, part one. Where's that part two at? <laughs> There's no part two in the list. I'm hoping that comes through later. <laughs> like maybe it, it was. Oh, maybe that will be like a flashback episode with her and book. Oh, yeah. But it's not listed on here. Maybe it'll be in season four. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I think there's weird. already, I think they've already okayed a season four. Yeah, it says right here, active development on a fourth season had begun. Yep. So we'll get more. I, I really love this show. The more I watch it, the more I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very good. I'm enjoying this Star Trek very much because it, it feels new and it feels um, it feels new, but it also feels like Star Trek enough. Mm-hmm. This, um, this season, I so far I like this season the best, and we're only three episodes in. But the second season was better than the first season, and I feel like this season is just going to be better than the second season. I think it's, part of oh, go ahead. I was going to say part of why um, I think this season is already feeling especially Star Trek because it is focusing on that, like the hope and the unity. Yes, and, like, that's what I was going to say too. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want in a Star Trek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the other, like the darker storylines, like the stuff with the control and with the, the Klingons. It was all really cool <sighs> and very interesting to me. I liked it, Peter. I liked it. Peter. Um, excuse you call me, me by Ensign, my name. Ensign Captain Admiral. Ensign Captain um, Admiral. You can call me Cap. Cap. Cap um, Ad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just, when it's Discovery as a unit against Dark Forces, mm-hmm. I'm on board. But yeah, yeah the Ash stuff of like, <laughs> oh. For so long. Oh. Not good. Yeah. Not good. Um, well, I think we did it. We did it. That was, that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right. Oh. They need a what? Go ahead. This is like an extra super spoiler. So for those who don't want extra super spoilers. Don't clap. Listen, clap to clap this clap or you're supposed to clap while you say each word don't listen to this Uh, but when people write it out if you read it as it's written out don't clap listen clap so the spoiler (laughs) spoiler clap (laughs) spoiler um i'm seeing one of the episodes is named the sanctuary so i'm hoping after that series that you like 
it's exactly that. No, um, it's gonna be a crossover between <laughs> the Monster Sanctuary series. That's why the character. That's why the guy's in, in it. Boom. That's that's what Done. you're getting at. That's yep, what you're getting it. at. That's exactly right? what I was getting at. That, and um, we're probably gonna see like the cool, more of the cool world, worm world that uh, books. Oh yes, where mm-hmm. he's where he's taking the transforms to. Right, mm-hmm. I do remember now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, all right. Okay. For the only Star Trek Discovery podcast that exists on the internet, which, by the way, in an alternate universe, there's a Star Trek Discovery podcast that has Sirach Lofton on every episode. Where Sirach Lofton, do you know who he is? No. I believe that was Nog from Deep Space Nine. Uh, No, that's Jake. Oh, that was Jake. That's right. Okay. And Jake grew up nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in an alternate timeline, there's there's a Star Trek Discovery podcast, a different one. With Sirach Lofton on it, but in we're not in that universe. timeline, so we're the only one that exists on the internet. But in this other timeline, could Google it. Uh, okay. Until next time, hoard your dilithium and stay by your communicator, computer, and program. <laughs>